the lonely winter seem long You are the breathless hush of evening that trembles on the brink of a lovely song You are the angel glow that lights a star The dearest things I know are what you are Someday Oh, love it. Now, Sean, there are those who will hear this song and be like, that sounds like my, not my grandparents' music, literally my great-grandparents' music. And that may be the case. And for me, for me, it's an undiscovered country, right? So her name is Carmen McRae. Mm. Literally before today, I may have heard her name once or twice in my life. I couldn't name a song with a bullet to my head. And so... I, you know, in addition to doing this right here, the Brian Oak Show podcast, episode 245, which is made possible because it's happening right here in the Smart Start MN studios, I also work at a record store. And the reason that even though I got back into a full-time radio job, I refuse to quit the record store, it's like, it's like if you're a bookhead, it's like working in a library. Yeah. If you are an art fiend, it's like being a docent at a museum, right? Like you're learning every single day that you can never possibly accumulate all the knowledge. So yesterday, I did something that I don't often do, but I, I I feel it's important to challenge yourself, right? Like we all know a lot about our favorite things. Music, in my case, is what I'm getting at. Sure. But every once in a while you come across stuff, you're like, have no idea, never heard of it. At 99 cents, super easy to roll the dice. Five bucks, every once in a while. This was a $14.99 record that I'd never heard of before. And I just did a little bit of digging online and I saw, oh, one of the most influential jazz vocalists of the 20th century. Now, I would be fraudulent if I told you I knew anything about jazz. I'm an oh, idiot I know when it so comes little, to yeah. jazz or R&B, frankly, you know, old school R&B, vocal yeah. jazz, the whole bit. But I've decided that this year I am going to expand my horizons. Now, I'm going to roll the dice, not blow a bunch of money, but I need to get, I mean, I know the things that I love dearly, but I'm desperately ignorant when it comes to old school R&B, vocal jazz, whatever you want to call it. And so I'm like 15 bucks and well regarded. I'm going to roll it. She is, it turns out I did some deep digging while I listened to that record 15 times in a row, and it, she's a really, really, really important figure in American music. Billie Holiday, she met when she was a little kid, Mm -hmm. and every single concert she did in her more than 50-year career, she always played one Billie Holiday song to pay homage to the woman that inspired her and moved her along. I just, I had a moment with that record last night, man. I feel good about it. I absolutely love it, because for me, music, I end up kind of, I don't want to say fantasizing, but just imagining a situation where this beautiful woman is on these hardwood floors with little steps down to the room that I am, and there's a piano next to her, uh-huh. and she's just up singing that song to me while I'm in the other room. Nobody else at home. Yeah. Just that sort of thing to me is out of this world. Like that idea of that voice in a room with incredible acu- acoustics, and she's just 
you know, yeah. just singing that song. I don't know who's playing the piano, but he needs to get lost. Yeah, <laughs> I, I believe his name was Fred Katz, oh, okay. but I, I'm not certain. I only know that because I'm I just met him. My little thing, not in the yeah, no, 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 no. If you could just pipe that music in yeah. while 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 Carmen McRae sings oh. to me. So my point is, I don't expect to be a jazz expert, and at no point am I ever going to be a jazz snob because. I could study it for the rest of my life and not begin to crack that eggshell right there. But I guess the whole point of that long rambling dissertation is never stop exploring, never stop checking things out and roll the dice. You know, and every once in a while you're going to lose, man, working at that record store, we do blind pulls all the time and there's some shit music out there. So I'm (laughs) going to be very honest with you. There is some shit music out there, but every once in a while you pull something and you're like, I don't know anything about this. Let's give it a roll because nothing's at stake. And if it sucks, it's gone after a track. And if it's great, maybe your eyes open up. That happened to me three times yesterday. So cool. Before we go any further, by the way, my name is Brian Oak. That is Sean Bernard. Sean, you're well, I trust. I am. You are? Uh, I'm okay, man. Good. Tired, but I'm good. Yeah. Two weeks from today, and we're recording this on Thursday, the what, 27th? Is that what today is? Roughly. 28th. 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 All right. Very good. Uh, Two weeks from tonight, I leave for California, and I haven't been on a plane in more than... Well, way before the pandemic, two and a half years, and I haven't been to a proper music festival even earlier than that. Cruel World is finally coming so to fruition. For you. My daughter and I are heading out to California, going to see one of my dearest friends, Kevin. I'm very, very excited about it. So anyway, um, it's good to see you, and I'm glad you're well. My spring is going okay, but I'm, I'm really ready for a few days doing something else. Well, and I'm doing something next week for a few days. Monday, uh, my wife and I fly out, and we're seeing Jason Isbell at Red Rocks. Holy yeah, son of a. We have to make it a very short trip because I got real estate stuff to do. So yeah. we have to take a flight at six in the morning on Wednesday. Can I ask you a philosophical question? Sure. So I've never been to Red Rocks, and I've, I know I'm going before I die. I you just have don't know to, when yeah. I'm going to. It's church, right? I mean, it's literally Nature's Cathedral in Colorado for music. And I've heard the worst part about it are the stairs. Like you got to climb all the way up there. You better bring a knee brace, maybe a walker. I'm not sure what you're going to need to get up those stairs. I'm just going to have a crane drop me in. <laughs> be helicoptered in. Yeah, exactly. So my philosophical question is this. And I know we're going too long here, yes. but my wife. So, I mean, like, so you know how I feel about Red Rocks. I need to go yes, there someday. Yes, yes, She informed me that out of nowhere, she got an invite from a friend and she's going to Red Rocks without me. Now, that's fine. I want her to enjoy herself. I want her to have the experience. Yeah. My question on a philosophical note is, if your wife told you and you'd never been to Red Rocks before that she was going to Red Rocks without you, you cool? Well, I want to play tough here, uh, I probably just have to tolerate it, although I would not be happy about it. Yeah. Because, come on. Total hypothetical, yeah. by the way. I, and I, I surprised I'm, my wife with this trip, and she was she does not like surprises. Yeah. She well, wants to plan things out. Yeah. You and I live lives that are relatively Yes, similar. we do, but but she was blown away by this idea well, of this trip. Well, why wouldn't she be? That's yeah. amazing. Very quick trip. We'll literally get there Monday night, leave <laughs> crack of dawn Wednesday, but cannot wait to see Jason Isbell in the 400 unit at Red Rocks next Tuesday. I'm happy for you, man. That's yeah. going to be great. Hey, we got a guest coming in here to talk about a very special event that's coming up shortly. Well, let's get back into music, though. One more song before we talk to our guest. This is another one that I found yesterday working at the record store. Literally never heard of this person, but I like the look of the cover. Now, I know we're not supposed to judge books by their cover. No, but, but albums we can. Well, but when you're record <laughs> shopping, I mean, I know. It, it sometimes at least I do it all the time. Inside. I'm like, this looks cool. <laughs> well, and again, again, if it looks cool for $3, I'm in. Yeah. If it looks cool for $75, 
I've also pulled that trigger a couple of times. <laughs> um, but this guy in particular, never heard of before. And then I did a little digging on him. Face tattoos, neck tattoos, totally not my kind of guy. I'm not a Machine Gun Kelly guy. But then I listened to his music. and His early stuff was pretty hardcore. And then he's put out a couple of records with his band called The Rattlesnakes that I kind of dig. It's like if if Queens of the Stone Age was a boy band or a pop band, mixing that hard rock that visceral groove and sort of these gorgeous harmonies and brilliant production. Again, I, it, it's early days yet, but as it stands right now, I'm a huge fan of Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. It's the Brian Oak Show.
It is the Brian Oak Show, episode 245. I'm Brian Oak. That is Sean Bernard. Before we talk to David Egamo, who is today's guest on the show and has been our guest before. In fact, he brought us one of the beautiful artifacts that adorns the walls here of the Smart Start MN studio. Uh, I do want to say hi to Sean Bernard. Sean, how are you? I am doing well. Tired of the never-ending, never-ending winter, but I'm doing well. I can't wait for the leaves to bloom. Like that's my moment of spring mm. where the leaves actually bloom, but I think it has to get warm enough for that to happen. Right now, the leaves are like, fuck you, I'm staying in my little bud here. Here's the deal. I don't mind the cold, um, but I, the, the clouds are starting to get to me. Yeah. So when the sun pokes through, it's very, very nice. The problem with that whole uh, leaves blooming and shoots coming up from the ground is that's when my eyes burn for the next three months oh, and yeah. I can't drag a, like a full breath in. So That's negative. Yeah. Nah, what are you going to do? Anyway, I was asking about you, not oh. about me. Oh, sure. Uh, in addition to your stalwart sterling exemplary work that you do here on the brian oak show podcast you're also a realtor how's life in the realty world it's been super busy but uh but good i was just talking to my mother who just celebrated her 75th birthday happy birthday mom. Ago. happy birthday colleen mccarthy uh but we were talking about she's like so how's it going with the home market and i said well let me explain something to you i have a i have a friends of mine right now who are buying a home and we're up on the second level looking at the home looking at the roof and i'm like this is not a good roof and uh, really glad I suggested that they have a roofer come out. Right. So I talked to a friend of mine as a roofer and get an estimate on the roof. Now, if I was a shady realtor, I would have just <laughs> taken the sale right. and moved it through and everything would be great. But instead, we had the roof inspected and really, really glad we did. I won't go into further details, but I'm saying that you have a realtor who's not just after a quick buck. I want to make sure you're getting a home that's actually reliable, that it has a good foundation, good roof, good appliances, electrical, plumbing, you know, all the important things to make a home good. So you're not investing all this money and then having to turn around and spend, let's say, 25 grand a year or two after you buy the house. So if you know somebody that's looking to buy or sell, 612-859-2594. Just got the nicest note from Robert Robinson, the local artist, that he received the check and the card for uh, his donation. Uh, and just this incredibly kind um, note back uh, to me. And my sister doubled the, the donation, which is really cool. So Wow. Yeah, I saw her at my mom's birthday on Easter, and she said, I said, hey, I can either kick in on the meal, or what do you think about helping me out with this donation? She goes, done. I'll double the donation. Excellent. Just like that. So it must be nice to be wealthy like her. Okay, settle down. <laughs> Let's try to remember who's benefiting, Sean. All right. No, Robert local was so, artists, and he just went through a, and he just went through a major surgery a couple of years ago, and uh, it's very tough for him to even get around and walk. So it was really cool to be able to to see him receive that donation. So. All right, how do people get a hold of you? Six one two eight five nine two five nine four. And again, Sean is a real person. He will not screw you around. Will not jerk you around. Will go the extra mile. But don't you fucking cross him. Don't cross him. All right? <laughs> Even Dave Eggman knows. <laughs> no. We've never had we've never yeah. had any problems, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so Dave Egamo is our guest, and Dave is here to talk about a very important event that we talked about last year. Dave is a guy who is obviously thoughtful, obviously a music fan, obviously committed to the bit and doing what he can. Dave brought us a copy of uh, May He Rest in Peace at Ackerson, right? But the mm. band, the 27 Various, there was a copy of that record that melted into garbage in the back of your car. Not yes. into garbage, but almost into a beautiful floral pattern. But then you didn't decide, oh, this is awful, I'm throwing it in the garbage. 
You had it matted and framed, and now it hangs on the wall here in the Smart Start MN Studios. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a piece of the it's a piece of the art that uh, just endures, and um, it's beautiful. Man. It, it is. It, it's it, really it matches, cool. It, it, it matches came it perfectly. Out really nice. Yeah. So, so I I uh, put it on a mat and framed it and. Brought it's, it in here for Brian to enjoy. Well, so. I, and trust me, I look at it every time because, like, there's stuff behind me that I know is cool, but I never turn around to see it. <laughs> but I see that every single time I'm in the Smart Start MN studio. Dave, you live with Parkinson's disease. You are also an extremely, well, I was going to say something that sounded really dumb. I was going to say he was a really extremely active activist. That's kind of like, that's too much, isn't it? <laughs> I think it is. Okay, well, let's just say an ardent activist then, shall we? So I don't sound like such an idiot. We're talking about Moving Day Twin Cities, which is going to be coming up on Saturday, May 7th. Now, last time you were in, we talked a lot about your life and your journey. But just to give people who maybe come to this completely, you know, they've heard of Parkinson's, right? They, sure. They have, you know, know that it's a scourge and that it affects so many lives. But in a nutshell, and again, we're not minimizing it, but to give people the sort of elevator speech, what is Parkinson's? Well, first, to uh, be clear here, if I fuck up, it's because of Parkinson's. I, it's so not let, you. It's, yeah, the it's, it's not me. It's the part. So <laughs> first of all, first and foremost, it's an excuse for just about anything that, any problems that I can get myself into. So, it. I mean, you 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 basically have a, a get-out-of-jail-free card right. in any scenario. Exactly. How dare you manipulate <laughs> that? But also, good for you. Well done. So, in addition to its unexpected societal benefits, what is Parkinson's? Where does it hit you? How does it feel? I mean, like, what's happening inside you? Parkinson's is a, a neurodegenerative disease. It progressively grows worse over time. So... I, I, per my case, I got early onset Parkinson's and I got it at 45. Mm -hmm. So, uh, once you're early onset, you're always early onset. Mm -hmm. Most people get Parkinson's in their 60s. So, uh, one thing good about getting Parkinson's early onset is that you, uh, you're able to adapt to it better. Because you you you've still got you know a lot of vigor and uh, so you still you you're able to adapt to it and uh, enjoy your life a little more than people who get it later and uh, you know it, it's tougher to adapt. So well, it certainly hasn't damaged your sense of humor, has it? <laughs> Still has a nice, dark, sharp, cynical edge to yeah, it, which I yeah, like very absolutely. much. <laughs> which doesn't change over time and uh, well, I mean, and doesn't it, degenerate. That's good. And so so you, you have early onset. You've been living with it for a while, but you're obviously very high-functioning. And so I think a lot of people feel that Parkinson's, once it's diagnosed, and maybe more so among older patients, right, when people are in their 70s or in their 80s, it can be a little more debilitating, but you seem to be living a very happy and full life. Yes, I, I've uh, gotten two brain surgeries. It's called DBS, Deep Brain Stimulation, mm -hmm. and so I've got a couple of probes in my head. Are they there right now? They're there right now. And I've, so they're stimulated externally by equipment when you go see it? Internally. I've got a, a pacemaker mm. that's right in my chest. Right. And wires that run down the back of my neck. Wild. 
So I mean, yeah. I remember we talked about this before, but yeah. I I love that we're alive during a time where. And again, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but the fact that you're a cyborg sitting across from me right now <laughs> is kind of exciting to me. And I hope you take that in the right way because we live in an era where, you know, 75 years ago, that doesn't happen, right? No. It, and 75 years ago, you're, you're living with a tremor that's really debilitating. I mean, you know, it got to the point where I would take the meds and they would basically wear off almost immediately and then you start the tremor again and it, it's beyond just a tremor i mean it's debilitating socially and uh emotionally and you know just physically it takes it out of you i have to imagine I mean, so like w- when the tremors are happening for people who suffer from the bad tremors or had suffered from the bad tremors i mean is that taking its toll on your muscles, like you just said? Like, I mean, do you end a couple of hours of that, like, literally physically exhausted, like you've been working out? Yes. Oh. Yeah, it's, the muscles tighten, and, you know, everything just works all that much harder. So, it's just debilitating. And, and then socially, you know, um, conversationally, you're always aware that it's there. When I was... Uh, marketing for 3m you know getting up and talking in front of people it's really you know distracting and and you're very well aware of it so it's uh just socially and physically just debilitating well, obviously, tremendous progress has been made, but we still have a long way to go. Also, to that end, there is the Moving Day Twin Cities event, which is coming up, which is many, many, many events, but we'll talk more about specifically the one close to home here in just a little bit. In all of the other things that you are, you're obviously also a music fan, and we asked you to pick out three songs when you came in here. Now, I don't know who Paul Collins is, so tell me about Paul Collins and tell me why you picked this one. Well, Paul Collins uh, was in a band called The Beat. Oh, I know the beat. Okay, so, um, and then after the beat, he went off on his own and did some stuff, but he just never really uh, attained the the success that the beat had. And uh, when we were in college, my sophomore year in college, we had a house down in northeast Minneapolis, and we used to have parties down there, and they were the best parties. Yeah. <laughs> well, Everyone you know, we, calls those old school yeah. parties. When you're between the ages of about 19 and 24, you had the best house parties yes. anybody ever had. Right? Of course. Of course. They were the best, and uh, <laughs> we had a series of four, and we started out with Halloween. We had this skeleton up on the wall, and then we had one on Valentine's Day, and we put a little heart on the skeleton. <laughs> and then we had a Christmas party, and we put a Santa hat and beard on the skeleton. What else? And finally, the capper of them all, Uh-oh. the grubby jeans and T-shirt party, which was, <laughs> I remember people leaving at 5 a.m. going, oh, yeah. the sun's coming up, see ya. Yeah. Yeah. Now suddenly you get scared, like the cops are there. You're like, nope, it's just the next day already. It's time to call <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the thing about the beat was uh, all our parties revolved around music, mm-hmm. and people would just in dance and enjoy the, the music that we played. And every time we put on the beat, that was kind of the peak. That was when we knew that the party was really rolling. So there you go. 
I'm 100% sold, and now like I have that. homework to do. I don't. I love Power Pop, as does our guest, Dave Egamo. Um, that was really cool, man. I don't know much about Paul Collins, but now I have homework to do. There you go. I thought I knew who the beat was, but I guess, I mean, not the English beat, right? Obviously, right. a very different animal. But I think they're Upper Midwestern, but I don't really know them like I thought I know them. So, you know what? I appreciate that because I like homework. If there's one thing, you know, as much as I did not want to look up the quadratic equation, you know, or <laughs> the, uh, I don't know, the golden ratio or whatever it was, um, doing music homework for me is fun when I get home. Like, it's like, are you still on the internet? I'm like, yeah, I'm looking up who the F Paul Collins is, okay, because he's yeah. rad. So, thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. You bet. Is, is there some site that you go into to research this You know, stuff so, or? there. I mean, there are some, I, I don't have any, like, deep, dark, weird reserves. I'll follow mm-hmm. leads sometimes. My two places that I go i literally use wiki all the time i probably donate to wiki more than i donate to almost any other organization because i utilize it more right. than any other yep. and i know that it's crowdsourced and so you're like well it's not reliable but look man there are so many nerds out there no matter how specific you think yep. you're getting those nerds protect their favorite site like a, a with a blood oath okay they, yeah. they believe in what they're doing so if you go in and try to change the fact boom they're right back in on top of you changing it back to the accuracy so i believe it as much as anything so i love wiki but as far as an actual music site 
All Music. Be familiar? Oh, okay. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, okay, well, yeah. all, allmusic.com is the place. They also do an all games and all movies, but music is where they started, and it's a couple of the guys who did the Trouser Press early on before the internet actually existed. Right. It's my favorite and most trusted music resource. There are, gonna, there are things on there that you're going to be like, oh, they don't have it, but they have more stuff than you could possibly imagine. All music. Before we continue our conversation with Dave Egamo, I would like to make sure we mention Smart Start MN. Yes. Smart Start MN is Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. What does that mean? You get a DUI, you're in trouble, you lose your license. You need to get back in your car. The quickest and least expensive way to do so is to go through our friends at Smart Start MN. Yeah, it feels like I'm starting to see more and more of the whiskey plates coming back again. If you know somebody that's uh, unfortunately in that position of getting a DUI, uh, have them reach out to Smart Start. Go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get them 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock. Absolutely. Now, they're good friends of ours. They've been with us since day one, and this is episode 245. Sheesh. I saw Ed on Saturday. No, Sunday. Apparently, in a couple weeks when I go to California, he is bringing his child the day after I'm going. Wow. So there was a the one-day festival, but it sold out so quickly they added day number two, and apparently he's going the day. So if I have time to see him, I will, but it's California, and there are a lot of extracurriculars out there. We'll see how it goes. The Parkinson's Foundation, Minnesota, and Dakota's chapter is going to host the annual Moving Day Twin Cities beginning at 9 o'clock a.m. on Saturday, May 7th at Hild Park. Hildy or Hild? I think it's Hilde. All right, we'll go with Hilde. Hilde. Actually, it's I think it's Hilda. Hilda. I think that's how they pronounce like it. Like Broomhilda. I'm I'm I am <laughs> embarrassingly non-Scandinavian, so I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go with Hilda Park in Plymouth. Look, you plug in H I L D E, you're going to find that particular <laughs> park. Right. And Moving Day Twin Cities is a day full of events, uh, information, speakers, and getting out there and get. I mean, it's called Moving Day for a reason. When it comes to Parkinson's, Dave. Why is moving so important? Because uh, Parkinson's is a degenerative muscle issue. It's a movement disorder. So um, people will have gait freeze, what's called gait freeze. They they can't move for a couple of seconds until they somehow initiate it. Or moving is a shuffle or a walk. Or um, when you're moving... Like, you know, when you stride in your regular walk or your mm-hmm. run, um, Parkinson's patients won't move both arms. One arm will be frozen or whatever. And uh, and are you aware of it? Like you, like you just, you can't, you simply cannot do it. Your brain will not respond. Right. Or your muscles won't respond to the signals your brain is sending. Exactly. All right. Very good. So tell me then about Moving Day Twin Cities. What can people expect when they show up at Hilda Park in Plymouth? (laughs) Uh, Moving Day is a celebration of movement for Parkinson's people. And um, the the funds that we raise through Moving Day we use for research and uh, actually a couple of things. Research and we do a bunch of grants and uh, specifically this year, I uh, I helped Annie Fitzgerald mm-hmm. apply for a grant for her sound therapy. And if you guys haven't, haven't ever had sound therapy, I'd really recommend it. It's just amazing really? what she does. So, I mean, sound therapy <clears throat> just through the ears, or are you like getting a sound bath in a room? Or uh, No, ba- basically it's just through the ears. <clears throat> 
she gives you a little pillow to cover your eyes, mm-hmm. and it it kind of reminded me of uh, a uh, what's that uh, perception tank? Oh, the um, oh my god, deprivation, my... deprivation. Yeah, sensory, yeah. sensory yeah. deprivation. Yeah. Tank. Except in this case, it's oh, the music or the sound just washes over you. Wow, so it's kind of sensory saturation. Mm-hmm. Cool. And she does some singing in the background. She does Tibetan bowls, and she's, it's really amazing. Wow. But, How uh, do you feel when you're? done oh, with it, it or is it, it something like it, you just feel totally refreshed and it, rejuvenated or yeah what? it's similar to a massage to wow that's really that cool you're just you know you kind of end up like a noodle <laughs> which but in, i like that idea the best idea. possible, the way, best possible noodle you imagine, way like i just realized <laughs> i'm sitting here talking to you dave both my shoulders are hunched up like yep. larry king up around my ears <laughs> right now like i'm like you know every once in a while you gotta roll your shoulders and breathe but that kind of thing sounds i'm glad that there are physical and mental therapeutic elements for people who suffer from parkinson's but i feel like that kind of treatment is something literally every single person who can hear our voices right now could benefit from right that's absolutely right take 45 minutes off from your life breathe the other thing that i found and oh, i guess i've always known this since i was very young but we forget we get busy then all of a sudden we're reminded doing the right thing doing things for other people volunteering getting involved learning more about the things that you don't already know up to and including parkinson's and the moving day twin cities event people can find out more moving day is ground zero for all the information there and note that this is one of more than 45 community events that are taking place nationwide to benefit on this very special day moving day twin cities and now my only concern saturday may 7th is only a week and a half away dave all right Right. and this spring if i'm honest if i'm using the technical and the scientific terms if i'm being true to the spirit of what april has been like so far in 2022 it's been complete shit all right so what uh, may 7th is going to be great tell me i'm right may 7th right now looks okay so all right. we're we were uh the other day two days ago we were slated for like a 60 degree day so we'll see how this yeah, turns 60 out. is what my that's okay. fantastic yeah, that, we'll that, take 60 that's actually perfect yeah. like, i don't want it 85 nor do i want it 28 you know 60 sounds really that's right sounds in the perfect. sweet spot so <laughs> i actually we're headed over to uh my my wife and I are taking a trip with a, another couple in a 32-foot RV out to see Jason Isbell at Red Rock. And are you seeing it the same day as I am, or are you seeing it the next day? I can't remember. I think we're on the third. I'm so am sure. I. Yeah. So I will see you there. I'll see you at Jason Isbell at Red Rocks. So that's going to be great. Well, love. I'm actually ex- never leave a man behind. Yeah, exactly. No, that's cool. You know what? I'll, I'll stay here and Windex the studio. What I was going to say is, uh, we're we're going to be passing. We were going to be passing through the Badlands and Custer National Park. Yeah, and we just found out that there's going to be one to three inches of snow. So we might take the southern room. Yeah, I'd suggest that. Nothing wrong. You know, three inches of snow at this time of year sounds messy and dangerous and stupid. Mm -hmm. Although I have gone out west with my folks driving probably 15 times in my life when I was very, very young, up until I wasn't quite that young. The drive through the Badlands and Custer National Park and then up through Wyoming and then all the way on. 
driving westward is something everybody should do at least once yes. in their life. Yes. There's nothing quite like it. Definitely. And we shouldn't feel too bad for Brian because he's going to the Cruel World Festival the week yeah. after. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. All I know, <laughs> all I know is you two yahoos and my wife with some friend of hers, they're all, you're all going to go see stuff at Red Rocks this summer. So I hope you have a really great time. Dave, before I become really unfortunate to be around, tell me about this next song. We're playing something by Space Monkey Mafia, which was a last-minute substitution for you. Get me up to speed on Space Monkey Mafia. Well, Space Monkey Mafia, I just ran into them the other day when I was looking up uh, the Von Tramps, somebody I heard on this show for the first time, and, and I... I don't know if you guys listen to their latest album, mm-hmm. Go, but it, it rocks. We're I talking Von Tramps? Von Tramps. I did. Yeah. I listened to it, and then I also kind of followed their progress on social media. They just got back from a big European tour. Right. It looks like they had the time of their lives. Yeah, the, so mm. they're, they're killing it, and they're uh, pairing up with the Toasters and the Space Monkey Mafia, who's uh, Space Monkey Mafia specifically is from Minneapolis, and they're a new band. I'd never heard them before until I played these guys, and they were, they're they a ska band. But if you like ska, you'll love these guys. I say it's time to skank.
Man, I got nothing against a good skanking song right there. <laughs> I like ska music, you know? I mean, you go back to the early days of Rocksteady, then that second wave of ska, and then and then ska's never really gone away since in the last 30 years, right? Like, I mean, when you think about that third wave of American ska with Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, right? Poison Ivy, uh... Right. Early Rancid, even No Doubt early on was a big ska band before they turned into a gigantic pop alternative band. Ska has an insatiable energy to it, right? Like, even if you don't have your little pork pie hat on and your skinny tie, <laughs> you can still totally get into the vibe. It's hard to deny. That's absolutely right. High energy music and uh, fun to dance to. Exactly. So, so I want to ask you, uh, Dave, because we don't have a ton of time left, so I want to make sure that we cover the most salient points. Oh, yeah. We're talking about Moving Day Twin Cities, which is coming up on Saturday, May 7th at Hilde Park in <laughs> Plymouth. Hilde. Um, Hilde. You can find out more at movingdaytwincities.org. But the whole point is there's more than 40 events taking place nationwide to coordinate on this effort. And obviously, Parkinson's, it is, you know, you had early onset, which you said in a, in a way, if you're going to get it, is the better way to go because you have more time to adapt. You have the strength and the wherewithal to be able to figure out how to work it into your life as best as possible. But obviously, more and more people are diagnosed every single year, and right. the work for a cure or a better understanding or better forms of therapy or better forms of surgery or probes or whatever the case may be, that hunt can never, ever end until it's eradicated. And that's really the point of this day, right? Boy, you do your research well, Brian. Well, <laughs> you know, I, tell you. I only have one job. I only have <laughs> one job, Dave. I only have one job, and I, I take at least a small amount of pride in it. I don't pretend to understand Parkinson's, but I understand how science works. I understand right. how me- the basics of medicine work. Without the funding, without the research, without people tirelessly grinding day after day we don't get there and in some diseases we've eradicated them and others one we still have a long way to go but this is why people should come out for moving day right absolutely to learn more about the issues to support the organization to support the people and uh you know, there's all sorts of stuff that's associated with Parkinson's there's the the mask which is a lack of facial expression. Oh. Um, yeah, I've got actually a little brochure for you that gives you ten top ten tips of okay. Parkinson's disease. For people who can't get the the pamphlet or the promo, they can go to the website, though, right? Like movingdaytwincities.org. The links for other Parkinson's resources will be there? Yeah. Okay. Actually, the better website to go to for information would be Parkinson. Okay, so I I have a question about this then, because I've seen it presented as both Parkinson and Parkinson's. Is is there a preferred nomenclature? I'm not looking to offend anybody. Oh, actually, I think that was a website consideration. I see. They just wanted to take the S off there. Right. Got it. So uh, in that case, you know, makes it easy to just say Parkinson.org. Right. And there you go for educational events, seminars, grant information if you're looking to uh, put together a program for Parkinson's or to address if you've got a relative that has Parkinson's and and you want to help out and volunteer, there's all sorts of access on the website. Or maybe if people don't know where to go and they need resources, could they do the same thing? Absolutely. Yeah, right on. I think it's important for society in general just to understand what Parkinson's is. And there's just something about like, you don't have to you know, feel uncomfortable because somebody in the room has Parkinson's. It's like you're just a dude that happens to have this thing called Parkinson's. You're still 
Dave Egmo, you know, like you're a guy that what I love about your mindset is that you don't seem to be this guy that does really well with the victim side of things. You tackle it, you give back. And one of the most impressive things you said last time you were on the show is you said, if you know somebody that's just diagnosed with this, have them reach out to me because I want to have a conversation with them and tell them that this is not a death sentence. This is something you can live with. This is something that you can live a full, awesome life, uh, you know, with it. So I just thought I wanted to mention that again, because I think your mindset is what, you know, it, it changes your life in the way that you look at it. Yeah. And I've, I've had this for 16 years now. Wow. Yeah. I was diagnosed 16 years ago and, uh, you know, you, uh, you adapt and you do what mm-hmm. you do what you can. I've, uh, I'm on the advisory board of the Parkinson foundation Oh, sorry. Not a problem. I'm the advisory board of the Parkinson Foundation, and uh, I will. I'm the incoming president for next year. Oh, wow! So, I'll was be, it a brutal, brutal election cycle? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, was, there, was there any call for a recount? Uh, I, well, you there, make, should, just, there should have been, but uh, make sure your side of the street is clean, man. As soon as you start going for those high power yeah. positions, <laughs> the vultures come out. The vipers are everywhere. Yeah, well, you know, now that we've publicized it, <laughs> they're, they're going to come out and drove. Here exactly. they go. Also, I'll tell you this right now: if anybody walks up to David Egamo and underestimates him and says, "Oh, this guy is Parkinson's, whatever," you're fucked. You are <laughs> fucked. All right, because this guy is about as sharp as it gets, and a deep music fan. And is doing very, very important work and living a rich, full life. Son of a bitch. I'm not, I, don't, I don't like to ever share the details of anyone's private life, but you have more kids than, oh, than I would wish on my worst enemy. But you, you seem to be thriving. You seem to be having a fantastic life, given everything that everyone's gone through the last couple of years, right? I mean, I, taking Parkinson's out of the equation, like the last couple of years, kids of a certain age, living the life you live, but then add Parkinson's to it. You doing okay after the last couple of years? Absolutely. I, you know, the last couple, actually for me, I'd like to do a lot outdoors. And yes. so getting out in the woods by myself or with a good buddy and, and walking through, checking out the mushrooms and foraging. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not that kind of show. All right. Well, it's not that kind of show, but I know what you mean. We can talk about microdosing, too. (laughs) Oh, I get it. He's listened to some other shows, I think. Is there any serious research going into microdosing as it relates to Parkinson's? Not as it relates to Parkinson's. No, actually, I I have asked that question. What about any private field research that you may have done, Mr. (laughs) Agamo? Well, Survey of one. There, there may or may not have been some research done. And uh, look, man, life is short. And no, right now, yeah, I well, think have to be more. oh, more research. <laughs> look, any good scientist knows without proper empirical data, there's no way you can reach a reasonable conclusion. Well, I, I have to get out and visit Portland. Yeah, <laughs> I am heading out to California uh, in two weeks' time, and I'm heading out to my birthplace. I was born in Portland, Oregon. Um, awesome. Yeah, many, many moons ago, but I've lived here since I was two years old, so I've never known anything but this, but I'm also going back to Oregon for the first time in five years. I couldn't recommend it more, man. I mean, and Portland's a great city, but getting out on the coast, the Oregon coast is my single favorite spot on the planet. Yeah, we took a trip up to uh, Northern California and drove up in Same kind of terrain. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. No, that whole coastline, the long, flat deserts, the huge dark rocks sticking up out of the water. 
Okay, well, we're going to end right there. The (laughs) event is called Moving Day Twin Cities. MovingDayTwinCities.org to get all the details. Saturday, May 7th at Hilde Park in Plymouth. It's Hilde, Hilda, H-I-L-D-E. I I don't know, but you can look it up. You'll get the details at MovingDayTwinCities.org. Dave, it's not only both lovely to hear from you, learn more from you once again, but it's nice to see life treating you well, and I hope it keeps uh, doing so. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate the time that you guys have given me. And, Great to see you, man. Uh, love the show. I, Thank I've you. listened to every episode. Have you really? Yes. Whoa. You're the one. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. the one. Thank Get you, man. this guy a gold star right we now. Will. And, That's awesome. Uh, Thank you so much. Gold star with Dave's wanted, name on it. wanted to say that uh, you can look for me out at the walk. I'll be out there with my wife, my lovely wife, Trish. And five kids, they're all going to walk Oh, with that's me. so cool. All so right. we got Team Agamo coming okay. out. And uh, Katie Vernon will also be out there. Love Katie. Katie's it's so uh, cool of her to, to help yeah, out. she's second year in a row. Katie's helping so cool. out. And uh, she's just great. And then she's got to run right after that to a fabulous gig out in St. Cloud. So, cool. Her ABBA tribute band is yeah. about as good as it gets. Before we talk any more about Katie and say our final goodbye, I do want to thank you once again, Sean. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Smart Start MN. Thanks to them for being with us low these many moons and months and years. Thanks to Audio Equip. They are the ones who provide the Smart Start MN studio with state-of-the-art audio equipment. Without them, we sound like a bunch of teenagers sitting in the basement trying to get some resin out of our older brother's bong <laughs> and talking into a third generation man, cell phone. Man, that was fun though back then. Oh, man. I, 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 no, seriously, man. He's got this UFO record. It's not, not working, believe. man. No, man. Not, I just, oh, now it is. Okay, there we go. <laughs> you got to take your thumb off the car, bro. All right. Anyway, um, we thank them for the high quality audio equipment they have provided for us. If you need a gig, if you're going out to do some speaking engagement, any kind of public engagement, and you need audio gear, audio Quip, the Minnesota Audio Quip, because there are some carpetbaggers that yes. are trying to sit on their yes. name. Fuck those guys. Yep. Audio Quip from Minnesota. Please reach out to them if you have need for any decent professional audio equipment. And thanks to everybody who's ever listened or subscribed or uh, you know promoted the show or amplified it in any way. Thank you very, very much. And we are going to work on a Patreon event. Uh, we'll talk about it shortly, but hopefully in the next month or so we'll have a uh, Patreon event scheduled. For all of our Patreon supporters as well. Uh, it's time to say goodbye to, I mean, I hate it like this. You know, it's always so emotional when we have to say goodbye, Dave. But um, it is time to wrap up the podcast. Nothing good can last forever. But before we go, I want to remind people one last time, Moving Day Twin Cities, movingdaytwincities.org. I'm glad to see you doing so well. Katie Vernon has been a guest on this show a couple times. And she... I don't know. There's a sparkle about her, man, a ray of light that pokes out of her eyes or the top of her head. I'm not sure what it is. Certain people have it, right? Like, I'm not saying that she's, you know, I'm not trying to be like, oh, the X factor, whatever. Mm -hmm. But there are certain people that every time you see them, even though you know not every day is easy for them, not everything is simple for them, when they show up to see you, they show up to see you. And there's there's a real value in that sort of interaction. Yeah, live, she is just amazing. And I was listening to her latest album uh which i picked a song off of but it, it just doesn't compare to seeing her in in person she's nothing just, better 
She's just puts a smile on your face. Well, and she gets to be who she really wants yep. to be, right? Yes. Like, like we as fans want to be there for it, and her as a performer and a great songwriter wants to be there to do it. It's kind of this perfect symbiotic relationship. Uh, if people want to know more, once again, movingdaytwincities.org. Thank you, David Agabon. You have a good one. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. Katie Vernon. Yeah.